0: Happy Thursday, everyone. It is 1pm in sunny LA right now. And I thought it's a perfect time to come talk to you guys about frustrations, Uh, frustrations of being a startup founder. And this is something I have thought about a lot in the past, you know, one to two weeks, probably because we have a lot of new campaigns that we're kicking off for clients, uh, which is really exciting. But Being an early stage startup, it almost always means that there are some hiccups along the way. There are some things that don't go according to the plan. I kind of feel like every single client in our case has a little bit of a special case um, scenario to where we have to attend. You know, it's not like an ABC process. There's something extra that we need to do um, and something that we need to figure out. And being a startup founder with a very limited team, uh, very limited money, um, uh, you know, a product that's there and it's working, but it's not perfect. It creates a lot of these scenarios where you have to figure shit out and you have to put out fires and you have to do a lot more back and forth with, you know, your clients and you have to do, or with, you know, in our, our case with the podcast and whatnot, and you just kind of have to figure shit out on the go and, it sometimes makes it very, very frustrating because you know as a founder, as the CEO, you know, um, you know, what needs to be done, you know, you know, what how the you know how your product should work, you know how the process should be, you know ideally how you would like for this process and this flow to look like, yet you can't do it because to do that you would need extra team members, you know, extra engineers, more money, more time, whatnot, right? And there are a lot of things along the way that you have to test out and make sure that it works and make sure that it makes sense and all that, right? So the frustration comes from you thinking that, oh, if only we had this button or this feature, or if only we didn't have this hiccup or that bug, or if only, you know, the, the, the we would have time to sit down and like redo this process. It would be so much easier, so much better. If I wouldn't have this problem or whatnot, right? But really, when you start thinking about it, it's not about the feature. It is not about a button. It is not about whether or not there's a hiccup. You need to understand what is the minimum viable product and the minimum viable like level of operations that still gets the job done. It doesn't have to be perfect, and that's and and that's I think the hardest part. You know, as a founder and CEO, to realize it doesn't have to be perfect. If a process doesn't go according to the plan, if your product doesn't work according to how it should be, that's okay. As long as the minimum viable level is achieved, meaning it still gives the client what they were paying for, even if there are a couple of hurdles to overcome sometimes you know people even say that if you still have a client that uses your service even though there are hiccups and even though not everything goes smoothly that means that they truly truly value your service and I kind of agree with that Um, but as a founder it's really frustrating sometimes to say, hey, I know how this should work. And I know that the client is buying or using my product because this is how they expect it to work. And then it doesn't work like as expected because of XYZ reasons. I know what those reasons are. I know how to fix them. I just can't do that right now because I don't have the resources to do that. And then you start thinking, how much does that actually affect the experience? How much that how likely is it that this client is going to come back and renew with you? Uh, are they going to be disappointed and never come back? Even though you know what to do, it's not because you don't know what you're doing. It's because you're just not able to deliver it at the level that it should be delivered. And so those things really, I think, cause a lot of frustrations in in, in our heads. And I mean, I'm not the only one, I think, you know, thinking about this. I speak to a lot of my founder friends who have exactly the same frustrations. And I think at those moments, I just try to remind myself of the fact that a product or a service or a company does not have to be perfect for it to work, right? And especially in the beginning, nobody can expect that, right? Um, there was actually a really good example of a company. I'm trying to actually remember what it was called. Here in the US, they did like short term, a short format videos. So they would take like, I don't know, like a, a, a TV show that they created. It was original content and they would slice it up into like eight minute episodes that people could consume on the go. So it was like snackable video content. I can't remember what it was called. It literally got like a hundred million dollars in funding or something crazy like that. And it completely flopped. So they made it perfect, right? Like the app was perfect. The original content was great. Everything, I mean, they had all the money, all the expertise in the world. It was some I think their CEO was someone who was who has been in the media scene for like years or maybe even decades, whatever. It was just like a bunch of older folks that said, Oh, people consume short term you know, content right now. Let's create this whole new, you know, concept around it. And it totally flopped. They had to close it down. A hundred million dollars, all the money in the world, all the expertise in the world. They made it perfect. And then nobody wanted to use the product, right? Because people didn't want it. They didn't get it. And I think that, you know, the executive team just got a lot of assumptions wrong. And they didn't really understand the client and the market. On the contrary, a great example is Amazon, whose, you know, platform and app I personally hate with like capital letters. It's terrible. The UX is, is terrible. They don't really give a shit. Like they they don't even try to make it easy for you. They try to make it easy for themselves. Yet we all use it because we don't have a choice that it actually does add value. Um, so, I you know, I think I'm trying to re- remind myself as a founder of that. You know If people truly, truly see the value of the service that you're building and you're providing, small hiccups, the fact that you have to uh, you know, do a little extra work or a little more back and forth or something doesn't work perfectly, or there isn't this feature or this button and you have to make three extra steps instead of one. None of that actually matters if you are providing something that is of value. Um, and so obviously then you kind of have to go back to speaking with your clients and really making sure that that's what they see, that they truly see the core value. Um, and honestly, I have noticed that a lot of the times we, as a startup have kind of scrambled something together, um, because you know that was our only choice and you know we were very surprised and we've been very surprised by how little clients actually care because you're still providing them the value that they were paying for and usually people also are very sympathetic towards you being a startup and I like to say this every time I speak with a client I, I'm telling them I'm saying hey we are a, a startup so you know I apologize that there was an extra hurdle here Um but we're doing our best and you know rest assured that we're going to get things done even if it might take a little longer or there's an extra um, step in between. And usually people are super, super understanding, which again, kind of also is a reminder of um, just need to be honest, right? At the end of the day, people are very empathetic. And as long as they hear and see from you that you care about them as a client, um, they are willing to, uh, you know, give you a second chance in a way if something doesn't go according to a plan. But yeah, it's not always easy.